And like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship, we are back. And this is Salt Streets Podcast. This is Saturday, September 22nd, 1.35 p.m. Episode? Oh, episode <laughs> 32. <laughs> I was like, what? The big 32. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Salt the Streets Podcast, your one and only source for social and political commentary on weekly news, pop culture, and sports built from the ground up for people like you and me, the everyday normal person. Join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and continue our endless efforts to bridge the gap between people and information. As always, you and us. we are your hosts. My name is Colin. And Dawn is drinking a beer right I'm really now. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Oh, don't be sorry, bro. No, but I'm here. Space dust is delicious. It is. So. And while we drink this space dust, coming up on this week's show, we're going to be talking allegations of sexual assault that were made against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Motherfucker. China and the U.S. continue the, to ratchet up the trade war with more tariffs and even targeted sanctions. Uh, we're going to take a reach into the grab bag today because we uh, probably pull some smaller stories out that we just haven't had time to get to lately. Thank you, Brett Kavanaugh, yeah. again. And because it, it is football season, we'll be talking about the latest from our fantasy league, including a story about how and why I found myself cheering when Khalil Mack stripped the ball away from our very own Russell Wilson. Yeah. Stick around for that. And, of course, much, much more coming up on this week's edition of Sports. Yeah. But, of course, before we dive into the heavy stuff, just a reminder to take a second to rate and review the show on whatever platform you're on right now, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. If you like what we're doing and want to help us out, all you have to do is give us a rating and a review. We'd greatly help out the show. and We'd love you forever. Follow us on Instagram at Salt of the Streets. Give us a like on Facebook at Salt of the Streets. Check out our weekly blog on saltofthestreets.com. You can also find everything else that we do there. If you're the type to enjoy a video podcast, check out the Salt of the Streets YouTube channel. Uh, while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and click that little bell icon to get your notifications whenever we drop new videos every week. And again, because this isn't just a talk show, it's a conversation. If you have something that you want to say or something you want to add to the conversation, don't be afraid to hit us up on our personal social media. I am at Big Bird Offie on both the Twitters and the Instagrams. And I am Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram and at Salt of the Street on Twitter. And without any further ado, let's do this. Let's bring it on. We said he was dead. It was gone. We'd never had to talk about him before. But damn it, Brett Kavanaugh still in the news. Yeah. Why is why is he in the news, Don? Okay. So, like I said in the pre-show, if you guys <laughs> caught that, um, I did know about this last week when we did the show. But I actively chose not to talk about it because I wasn't sure what was going to happen with it yet. Uh, so, I didn't want to talk about it. But then it obviously caught legs and really started cooking. So, Oh, it um, did. Yeah. There was, at least at the time, um, last week when we recorded an anonymous letter that Senator Feinstein had from California um, that was from someone that went to school with Brett Kavanaugh when he was a teenager that was accusing him of sexual assault at a party when they were like 15, I think. And I th- yeah, he, she was 15. I think he was 17. And then in between then and now... 
Um, that woman identified herself, Christina Blasey Ford. Yeah, or name? Christine. Christine Blasey, Blasey Ford. Ford. Um, either Christine or Christina. Chris, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, Colin's gonna look that up real quick. Um, oh my god! All my Blasey Ford. <sighs> this is why we your, shouldn't do this. You lose your internet. I lose, dude. I accidentally closed my browser, so all my articles are gone. Oh, I probably have it here. But that's all right. Um, if you wanna, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, but anyways, yeah, Chris, Christy Blasey Ford. Yes, she she alleges that Brett Kavanaugh and another guy took her upstairs at a party. Uh, didn't take her upstairs. I think she went to the bathroom, and they they like pushed her into a room and pushed her onto a bed and like tried to take her clothes off. And Brett Kavanaugh put his hand over her mouth and. Then the other guy like jumped on top of them and they fell off the bed and she was able to get out and then run home after that. Um, and yeah, it's Christine Blasey Christine Ford. Blasey Christine Blasey Ford. Ford. Sorry. Um, and so then they were talking about them testifying together on Monday. Well, let's um, let's back it up for a second. Yeah. So, anyways, the allegations come out. The yes. And it pissed me off. I had this on my computer. The uh, Washington Post broke story um, Saturday on Saturday think, or Friday Sunday. Night. No, because I I had an article. You had it on Friday last weekend. Okay. I just well, I think in. we knew about that, but then she hadn't said anything yet, yes. and so her story from her words, yeah, time. yeah. When she backed her story, she did it through a an article done by the uh, Washington Post. Because um, she had been in the news already, but she, I don't think she had come out and officially told that story herself yet or something. But no. Be, so the jam was that she had she wrote a letter mm-hmm. to Senator Feinstein. Yes. Feinstein, I think, like released the letter to the Washington Post after. Okay. I think that that's how that happened. I mean, I don't know how else it would have. Well, that's, well yeah, that's how it broke. They reported that the letter had, had been brought out. The letter... Um, or it was leaked. Had the letter. Uh, I think it was the Intercept that. Yes. The Intercept, yeah, the Intercept had Intercept it, and then reported they reported its existence. Yeah, is what it was, and that's what it, it blew up. Yeah. But then I'm pretty sure, and it doesn't even really matter. Timeline. This timeline particularly doesn't matter. But sometime throughout the weekend, uh, the Washington Post did a actual interview with her and did an article oh, okay. um, with yeah, but where she actually talked the to the Washington Post. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Yes. Okay. I got you. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, she just went into more detail about, you know, from her mouth versus what was in the letter from the intercept. Um, But so I think at this point, because it all becomes public and now the story is out there and we know this letter existed. We know how long, you know, uh, Senator Feinstein had it, and none of the she didn't share it with any of her. Several weeks, yeah. And And so this thing branches off into like two separate paths of discussion in my mind at this point. Yes, and then you start looking at the the legal ramifications part of it, and then you start you know you can talk all day about the politics behind it. Well, first let's because the the two are very intermixed. First let's tell the rest of the story, right? Because after all that came out, like I said, then they were talking about the two of them, Blasey Ford and Kavanaugh testifying on Monday in front of a Senate committee. Right. And then 
Bozzy Ford and her attorney said that they wanted an investigation to be done by the FBI into her allegations before they had the hearing, and then they decided that they would have a hearing. The last thing I heard was that, like, six minutes before I left, I saw a thing that said that they decided that they would go forward with a hearing, So, but I don't know what day it's mm-hmm. going to be. Um, yeah, because I had heard they wanted her to do it Monday, and they that meant that all the questions or something, and some there was some kind of paperwork that needed to be handled by... Friday. Yeah. And then that's, I think, when a lot of the lawyers uh, started to really fight against that day. And the last thing I heard, they pushed her thing till Thursday. But I don't know if that's, you know, I think it's really still ongoing. Yeah. And that's the problem. I'm not sure exactly what day the hearing is set to be now, but I did see that there was set to be. Yeah. Um, And so... To your two parts of conversation, what do you think the, the legal ramifications you think of the actual letter itself? Um, yeah, because this allegations is too. Because obviously, well, Brett Kavanaugh the, came uh, totally and wholly denied the allegations. Yes, um, but Blasey Ford has also taken a lie detector test that showed that she was telling the truth that this event did take place, and now a lot of Republicans are taking a lot of uh, not just republicans a lot of people are taking the position that well maybe it did happen but maybe it wasn't brett kavanaugh that did it you know because that's if you look at the questions that were asked in the polygraph test and i have not looked at the questions myself but Mm -hmm. that's like you know white well they just you know asked her if the event happened not if brett kavanaugh was the one that did it which i've well even if they did the problem with these um quote-unquote lie detector tests is that they only detect physical anomalies throughout your body when you're lying to yourself. Like if you're lying over something that you don't actually think, whereas a, a, you know, a real polygraph will tell you what you believe is true. And so if she really believes it's true, the lie detector test would reflect that. Um, and that's why they're inadmissible in courts, in criminal courts. You can't I, use a lie detector. And I get that, but it's not like it doesn't work at all. I mean, it's still widely used by the military and still obviously used by the FBI and different intelligence agencies. So it's bears some legitimacy or else they wouldn't use them. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean if it, they didn't care, then the military wouldn't have you do them when you, you know, sign like yeah, I get it. whatever type of job. But, I get it. But I mean, I, in, I mean, like I said, in this situation, that cannot matter in a criminal case. Right. And so that, to me, aside, I mean, then you're just talking about the, the, the social ramifications, if you will. Like, you know, the it shows the character of, you know, possibly of Kavanaugh or something like that that you can't legally prove. Um, I guess I'm doing a bad job at explaining it. Um, but anyways, it's, it would shift public opinion. It could shift public opinion, and I think it has for, you know, a good percentage of people. But it's still, when it when you look at it, if it comes down to an actual criminal case, it's totally in, admissible. Well, and so that can't factor into the to the equation legally. That's fine. I don't, yeah. I don't mean on a – I don't mean legally, but I, I, that's what I mean is it's it, it bears some legitimacy, even if not legally, to, you know, even just the social ramifications that you're talking about. Yeah. I don't think that because essentially doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, the sure. the way that I've heard it phrased a couple of times is a polygraph will will tell you what that person believes is true, and so in this particular case, it could be 
because again, we didn't talk about the allegations being from over thirty years ago. No, we do. We said they were they were from when they were in high school. Okay, okay. I, I can't remember if we talked about yeah. that. But uh, but like I said, I mean that just because that plays into it wouldn't like that. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, if it plays out in court, that won't factor into it. Yeah, you know. Unless, well, of so course, it was... So then it's not part of the legal conversation, but it's part of the other side of the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's part of, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. That's and it certainly is. Um, but anyway, so you, you follow this down, like I said, the legal path. Yeah. And I, we start, you know, we have the requests uh, from their lawyers and stuff for an FBI investigation, which... I mean, I can understand why people are wanting to find answers to this, um, but I don't know, again, if the FBI's jurisdiction, unless otherwise dictated by the President of the United States, they wouldn't necessarily look into a crime like that. It would, I mean, they would be overruling the local jurisdiction of like the state police and the state government. Yeah. Um, And so... Again, you could do it. I, I think it was done during the Clarence Thomas case. You need a hill thing. So, yeah. And I think that's what people are using. I mean, because that's a... It could be done. I just don't pretty, know. I mean, there's a lot of parallels between the two, you know. And I think that's yeah, why. That's, yeah, that's... At least in the general. Um, yeah. They're like, on the whole, you know, there are a lot of... <laughs> on the whole, there's a lot of... There's a lot of similarities between this situation and that one with Clarence mm-hmm. Thomas and Anita Hill. And I think that's why people are... Using that as an example, that was before my time, you know, and that so, transfers over the like to I the political be, side of the conversation too. Yeah, but, which is a whole well, other story. So, okay, so you're talking about the legal side, right? And, mm-hmm. and I don't think that that's really what this is about. It doesn't seem to me that this woman, Christina Blasey Ford, is looking to press charges against Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, because I think that she knows that it's way too late for that. So I don't know that that's even really like part of the discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, that I mean, it, thirty years ago the like the statute of limitations has run out long ago. So yeah. it doesn't matter. You know, I don't think that that's really like part of what any, what any sensible person involved in the situation is concerned about because it's not going to happen. If she's going to try and, and file some lawsuit, that's going to be civil, you know? And, mm-hmm. and at that point, then I believe that the polygraph would come in, into account, but that's like a, because the, the, Evident, like what you, what's required in a civil case is lesser than what's required in a civil, in a criminal criminal case. case. It's yeah. just preponderance of the evidence, so it's fifty per, fifty plus one. You know, it's yeah. like what wins in a in a in civil, a civil case, case, but in a criminal case, it's like beyond reasonable doubt. Yeah, uh, so it's a different classification for what guilty is. OJ, you know, he was guilty in the in the civil case, but not in the criminal case, and it's like yeah, that's how shit like that happens. So. <laughs> But I don't. It, even with that, it doesn't seem like that's what's going on here. It seems like it is more of a social thing that um, it's just because it's going to be his status within the government. You yeah, know, I think that's really the problem here. And so, or what what she's focused on? Is yeah, what his status? But I think is, where is the two coincide is in the fact that can you really judge somebody off of an accusation that you can't legally prove as of yet? Hence the call for the FBI investigation. You know, I mean, just because one person threw out a allegation to somebody. Yeah. Regardless of who it is. And literally, I mean, this is a textbook example, I think, of a 
what's the word? The um, you're it's unable to be proven that this is right. It's an unfounded allegation. Yeah, because you can she in the in the letter and in the in the article that she wrote when she told her story. There's no real exact time. There's no real exact place. There's there's nowhere for anybody to really start an investigation on, including the FBI. I don't. Mm-hmm. Where would they start? And so it's you need some preponderance of evidence to start with. You need a starting point. And all we have is an allegation from somebody. Right. No, and I don't I definitely don't think that And that's tough. And I so I think that the only precedent or reason there is there for the FBI to do an investigation is just the precedent that was set by, like you said, the Clarence, the Clarence Thomas, Thomas and the yeah. thing. So and that's I mean, because of like I said, all of those parallels between the two, all those similarities, that's mm-hmm. like it's a and pretty so, big argument to make, and I think yeah. that's why people are, are able to even start to do that is mm-hmm. because it, that wasn't that long ago that it happened, you know? Because I agree. I don't know what good it would do with now – with this much time gone by. There's not going to be any physical evidence. He didn't actually – this is – you know, I hope that – whatever. I, I, I'm just – I'm looking at this as, as, like, objectively as possible, you know? Yeah. That's, he, he didn't rape her, so there's no physical evidence even at the time that that would have happened. You know, yeah, it, it doesn't sound like he physically harmed her to the point that it may have like bruised her or cut her or anything like that. So there's no physical yeah. evidence there. That's why I um, think it's a what you would call a sexual assault, right? Yeah. And so, <clears throat> and I don't know that there's any way, even at the time, for that to have been proven. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, so I don't know that that's like that. That's going to be the case. Yeah, um, but. And, and I think, I think that's the, legally proven and proven to the public is something that's completely different, right? Because it's yes. the same idea with O.J. Simpson. You know, he fucking didn't go to prison, but everybody knows that he did it. You know, it's it's like it's that type of thing. You know, even though he, he's able to say legally, I was found innocent. I didn't do that. In the criminal trial, I was found innocent for the murder of those people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Any reasonable person, like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking sure. <laughs> sure, you know dude. What I'm so that's... There, it's like a, it's two different ideas, you know. And so I agree. I don't think that anything legally is going to happen to him. And so I also agree that I don't know that I think that this is the FBI's really even their fucking responsibility to be doing this, other yeah. than the fact that it's been done before for this reason. Yeah. You know. And then even then, apparently in that uh, Clarence Thomas case. I mean, they actually had some place to start because I, I think there was more witnesses. and Yes. You know, because it, apparently it was about – I didn't look too much into it. Um, but apparently it's about uh, – it was sexual harassment case in this yeah. in this one. And it was about essentially lewd comments and jokes and stuff. She's like, get out of there. She's like, show dog smelling the wall tonight. The whole dog. Your girlfriend. Like the whole nose Which just doing? straight up in that plug. <laughs> like, get out of here. Come on. Get out of here. Go lay down. Killing me. But uh, the Clarence Thomas situation, I feel like there was actually a place for somebody to do an investigation because yeah. they obviously did one and carried out something. To go on. But yeah, I just don't know. Okay, call for the FBI. I, I mean, at, at this point, it sounds callous, but I would say, okay, well, if this will shut you up, yes, we'll go, we'll go investigate nothing. And then once you have something, we can investigate well, something. So Physically. But, it, but it's not nothing, right? It's not totally nothing no. because it is an allegation that somebody has. Based that, on essentially hearsay. I mean, and, and I'm not saying not I just hearsay well, because she's saying that that happened to her. Yes. And there's no other way at this point. It's just him saying that he didn't and her saying that 
that she did. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's just so, a single accusation. Yes, but that's and I yeah I am not I'm not like fighting you on this, but you can't say that it's nothing because it's not nothing. No, that's it's not, not nothing. I'm not me tooing you. I'm not nothing. No, like, I know, no. You can't, like <laughs> even one allegation that yeah. you know if if you knew a dude in if you knew a priest and only one fucking kid had ever said that he had fucked them. You're not going to be like, well, that kid's, that he's full of shit, you know, because maybe he did. You don't know that because the priest is saying no and he's saying that he did. And until either one of them can prove it either way, I'm not going to say that either one of them correct. But it's not nothing. Exactly. At least an allegation. I, what you That's said, I'm not going to prove that either one of them is incorrect or correct. But it's not nothing. It's not know, nothing. So. It might be. But not it enough may, for an might FBI be not. investigation. So I mean, it, I, I will. At this point. Just because of the the publicity it's gotten, and this is something that I think needs to happen. This whole holding a Supreme Court seat open for a year thing—that's not okay with me. Right. That seat needs to be fucking filled, and it needs to be filled now. I mean, I don't care necessarily that it needs to be for this, you know, upcoming before the midterms. I don't. I don't mean that it needs to be filled before the next session that the court hears it shouldn't be rushed. in a timely manner yeah but it yes. shouldn't be rushed through it should not be rushed being done now no and so but at the same time i think this is this is a situation where if there's a there there we need to know sooner rather than later yeah and i would like to know so, and i'm not happy about having an fbi investigation but literally in the era of hashtag me too mm-hmm. you we're almost forced to to investigate every accusation all the time, especially in a public light, especially in a political light. I mean, I think in a political light, absolutely. And so I think it's – if we can just order <laughs> – if Trump just ordered the investigation, they're like, well, I don't know what we can do, but we'll look into it. Yeah. And they look into it and then they're like, well, we didn't find anything. The only thing we confirmed that she has this story, he says no – couple other people have stories that we can't track anything down on. I don't know what they're – sure, that's that's well, our report. And that's fine, right? But I think that – I think that really the only merit that would come from that mm-hmm. would be that they could say, well, we couldn't find enough evidence for us to do anything, right? And that's fine because he won't be legally charged with it. But he still has to wear that. Yeah. Know? That's it. Like, and that's, that's like – That's kind of what I was that, getting you know? to. That In this era of – and, and it sounds callous – yeah, it's not nothing. And because, yeah, the the ramifications of this, his whole life could be ruined from here on out. Yeah. You know, if his family loves and supports him enough and trusts him enough to believe him, then the, his family might, you know, survive this. But, I mean, his career as a judge could be completely over. Just that the brutal court of public opinion can destroy a man's life, as we've seen. And if And if the... I don't know. And and I understand that, but be, again because I don't have evidence either way, I'm yeah. not willing to be like, well, you know, I don't want like what of all this stuff that he has to lose. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I don't give a shit because if 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 it is if, true, if, then fuck you. Then I yeah. don't care, you know? So so I'm not even going to start to go in either direction of, well, you know, what do they have to lose? Because the same could be said for this woman that if she, if it's found out that she was fucking lying, that's what she has to wear that too. I mean, it's yeah. just, that's not like that's not going to impact her. There was one woman that posted some shit on Facebook that she she remembered hearing stories about this assault. 
right? And it got picked up by all these different news channels, MSNBC, CNN. I remember that. And then they came to her house and she's like, oh, no, that didn't really happen. But I didn't think that I was going to get questioned by all these news agencies. I didn't think that people were going to be paid attention to what I said and I was going to have to answer for everything. Oops. Like she got mad. That, that was on the uh, spying on her Facebook to and like picked it up and started to report on it. You know, yeah. she's like, "Why well, didn't think it was going to be like this?" Fuck you, man! You're lying about shit. Yeah, like, and you have to wear that forever now. That, that was an episode on the like, podcast this week on uh, uh, was it uh, NPR? Maybe something, something. But yeah, she did a podcast or an interview, audio interview with yeah. somebody, like, and I heard it, and I was just like, "Oh, that now. dude, yeah. that's rough." But, you know, and I mean, you hear, I'm going to use a, a Dave Rubin saying that I always hear him say now. It's a slippery slope either way. Yeah. This this era of believe all women and me too, I'm not saying that, again, like to put it to this case, I'm not saying that it's not nothing for sure. But we need to be careful on which way we, we throw these things because are we going to set a dangerous precedent I mean, by letting a single person's unsubstantiated accusation ruin somebody's life. Yeah. Because I think I wrote it in my dissent, which you should check out on saltstreets.com. Um, let me see here. It was like the last line. Mm-hmm. It's unfair and frankly un-American to presume such guilt. This idea is literally written into the foundational documents of our democratic republic and should not be treated lightly. For it can be, it could be you who is next called upon to prove your innocence in the court of public opinion. It could be your career, your livelihood, which is threatened by an unsubstantiated accusation. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think, the thing that people forget when we just and I'm not. I'm definitely not saying that you're doing this. I'm. I just. I've been hearing so many people line up on. You need to vote now and vote him in, or this whole thing needs to be scrubbed. I've heard there's only two sides, and I. I think it's getting so fucking. It depresses me when I think about it because there's a third path, and it's just say okay, let delay the nomination, same you know delay the the you know the whole the vote and then investigate if there's a there there they'll find it if not they won't and then we'll vote again mm-hmm. okay maybe this happens after the midterms maybe it happens after the next session of the supreme court i don't think that's a big fucking deal that is a that's the part of the political game i think is playing into this well absolutely but that shouldn't matter and we should just say okay well let's this is a lifetime nomination a lifetime appointment yeah. Let's be okay. So somebody threw an accusation out there. There's no way to to get over it unless some force, you know, you know, I I would essentially think a law enforcement agency or something like the FBI could do an impartial investigation. Yeah. And either shut it down or prove that there's something there. And I agree. I agree with what you're saying. But that is in a world where the Senate is not divided the way that it is, right? Because mm-hmm. that's. I mean, that's I know also, it'll never happen. And, that, and that's also in a world where they're not trying to jam through someone that fucking all of the Democrats don't hate. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because that's exactly what's happening. That's why. I mean, if you ask me, why? Feinstein waited several weeks until just days before this happened. You know what I'm saying? It's because she was hoping 
that something would happening would happen during the hearing that would cause this to be delayed. So and this is and a, she uh, didn't get what she wanted. It's a last uh, last ditch effort, maybe. Not 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 that kind of phrase. This because year, I, uh, I think that she planned to bring it up no matter what, right? Because just, she wouldn't yeah. have buried that. You know what I'm saying? But she waited. Certainly, I think strategically, like I said, until after the hearing to see if anything was going to happen during that mm-hmm. that would fuck this up and give them enough foothold to delay it. But because they didn't get that, she's got to she, drop this down yeah. last minute. The secret you know weapon. That's what it because is. Because I find it wholly inappropriate that she did not tell someone immediately when she received that. I think it is wholly inappropriate and it shows total – I don't even know if political bias is the right word, right? But – Almost like malicious intent, just partisanship, using this as a weapon, yeah. right? Not even just to to give the information to everybody so everyone can be as informed as possible about this, right? Mm-hmm. She wants to do the same thing that she is accusing the Republicans of doing with all of his documents in the Bush administration, right? She's doing the same thing. She's withholding something for no reason other than she doesn't want them to see it until she wants them to see it. Yeah, you know, and I, it's, I, I, it's bullshit. It is bullshit, and, and I'm really glad that you see it that way. So I just because I see it the same way, but I don't think that I don't I don't know either of these people well enough to say whether or not the allegation itself is legitimate, right? I don't know whether or not that's true, right? Yeah. But I will certainly never forget that that that's something that happened, you know, even if unsubstantiated. Well, there was one woman that said that when he was a kid, he tried to fuck around with her, right? Yeah. Another thing that it brought up for me, and this might fucking trigger warning, you know, fucking whatever, right? But I, it, it made me genuinely think, not in this exact circumstance, because this is something that's really kind of foul, right? But, like, on the whole, how long do mistakes you made when you're 15, how long does that matter? That has certainly like, been a discussion, another know, discussion around this. And I think, then, I think it definitely depends on what that mistake was, you know, because you're like, oh, well, I only raped someone one time and I was 15. And yeah, I'm no, 45 you could, now. You could and still it was go fuck accident, yourself. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's why I'm not saying this particular thing, because if this is true, then fuck that guy. Because even if, even if everyone you know, would tell everyone they know now. Well, Brett Kavanaugh is not capable of that. You know, he would never do something like that. But if you did do that one time, you know, you are capable How of How many that. times do we that hear that same break. line in murder situations? So, and it, right. it's always like there's a lot so of unexpected things. So that's what I'm saying. If, if that is the case, then it's not something that I would be like, well, he was 17, you know. So we got to consider that. Like, because... I don't know, because that shows some type of sickness inside of you that makes you think that that's okay, or at least you did at one time, you know? And I don't want even the chance of that being in the highest court in the land. And that's where I go with that, you know? Yeah, I think that's that's why an unsubstantiated claim is troubling, because what you have to deal with is public opinion, right? And if there's, even if there's just the people in the Me Too movement that think, well, what if he does think that way? You know, those people are not going to see those rulings that have his name on it legitimately. You know, that's going to cause problems down the line. And I think that is yeah, I mean, maybe that's a, one of the problems with like the – sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, you're right, good. Maybe one of the problems with, with the way that this is done, you know, and we kind of talked about this during the hearing process. And maybe this isn't the right way for this to be done because if yeah. political opinion is going to be so important, you know, then maybe that should have a little more sway on what's going on instead of just – 
what the fuck ever, you know? Yeah. Because now you're either going to have someone who gets jammed through and all these people are going to be upset about it, you know? Or someone yeah. who doesn't get put through and someone else gets put up and everyone's going to be just as upset about it on the other side. So, so okay, listen <laughs> to this for a minute. I just had this idea. Because I think we've seen a lot in this, in the modern political age, at least as long as me and you have been watching this, right? Yeah. And I think there has to be something to the day we live in. The fact that in 2018, the majority of communication happens online. Yes. Through social media. Yes. Businesses. I mean, the entire way we take in information and output information, look at us doing it right now. Yeah. It's the same thing. It is so different than it's ever been. And the fact that our societal need to take action on social issues, for example, is being reflected in our political realm um, in the nature, you know, through the nature of public opinion. The fact that the, a politician feels the need to grandstand on issues yeah. during a Senate Judicial Committee hearing because they know, I mean, that's them on the campaign trail. Right. Still. Because of the way that our society perceives things now. I don't know if the system is not meant for that to happen. No. The no. system, just like like the justice system, how it can be kind of cold and, you know, it's supposed to be that way. There's yeah. no outside force, which is why, again, like this, that court of public opinion is a real thing. And we have lots of fucking power because we can't necessarily, you know, on an issue like this that pops up like this, there is a – people's voices are loud. And this is why we're talking about this. And this, the senators know that they're being judged on what they do. Yeah. And they're still trying to, you know, some of them are trying to fulfill career paths, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris. But some of them are just trying to make sure they get reelected. And this is another opportunity for them to campaign. And so that might be the, the fundamental shift in politics over the last few decades is the fact that we're so plugged into it are – our senators and our representation are just as plugged in as we are. And they can see all the outrage that comes from the public and it'll shift them on their decisions. And so through that, they're going to vote in the way they think their constituents, their constituency feels at the time. And, the, and based off of how many voices are screaming and how loud they are and what they're saying and what her constituency is, his or her, um, they're going to act and vote accordingly, not necessarily, you know, it's partisan politics, just 2.0. I mean, right. it's happening because so it's, quick. Because they're not then acting in favor of their constituency as a whole, just the loudest is what you're saying. Essentially, right. it breaks down to they are not being held accountable for necessary for legislation that gets passed and policies that get passed. They're being, they're kind of, they're being seen on how they stand on issues that that legislation would normally have just been done. Think about it. If, if we were 30 years ago and the only thing we had was newspapers and, you know, network TV, even then that was more exposure than they've ever had before in the past. When you think back to the founding of the country and the way that these, this re Republic was run. Yeah. There's no way in hell anybody could have ever foreseen this happening. 
Because there was no way to think about the communication and the the transparency that we have. Yeah. And th- that's why things are built to run really slow. And that's why in today's age, everything is like push, 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 push. Is because the people know what's going on now. Yeah. And we're like right there every day. It's a, every day there's a new news story. There's a new political story. There's always something because we're right there. And we didn't wait a month and get it in a newspaper, you know, at some point. And I think that has a profound difference on how something like a Supreme Court nominee, the whole process is completely different now. When we talk about how the the politicization of the judicial process now has just become a, a circus. Mm-hmm. And I think that plays into it. It's just, and it sounds kind of, you know, morose to say, but that's today's age. I don't think the parliamentary procedures put in place a couple hundred years ago were, were meant to even try to handle this because the people couldn't know exactly what was going right, right then and there. No, but I also think that that's I think that that's what's important to people now. You know, because it is. because we have that access. What's important to people is not just the legislation they are pushing forward, but also the shit that you believe in. You know, like that's so. I don't think that that in itself is necessarily a bad thing. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying it's a like I said, it's a fundamental change in how the government runs. Yeah, because essentially nobody can hide quite, shit anymore. So you think the government hasn't quite caught up with that yet? No, because but technology I, changed so fast. Oh yeah, gave, I think this gave that access. We are so in the quickly. middle of this huge shift, the fun, a fundamental shift in how our politics works. Government, the system has to be. Yeah, this, up yet. yeah. I guess just that. due to the nature of bureaucracy, technology, it yeah. just happens. Technology, technology, and bureaucracy because technology yeah. moves so fast, and bureaucracy by design move so slow yeah so as to try and be effective as possible at least with the outcome mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they, they contradict slightly yeah so i could see. i mean that's why we have all the fucking problems we have politically now yeah it's because the social the the court of public opinion and you know legis- legislative legality or political norms they don't mesh anymore and and it's well and i think that part of Another part that goes into that, right, is it's it's the people that demand that quick result also don't understand how that bureaucracy works because yeah. the education is not being instilled like it used to. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't know how the government works anymore. Yeah. It's, we're not taught that in schools anymore. So when you grow up, you expect things to be done quickly because this is the problem. Why isn't it happening? Yeah. Because the government doesn't work that way. That's and why, like that's perfect why example. That's a, this week I learned that the – Senate Judicial Committee has subpoena power. Yeah. If they wanted to do this right now, they could subpoena her to come in and do that. But they're not because they don't of, want to do that. It's a really bad political move. Right. But you could. You could. And yeah. if there was no court of public opinion involved, because we we're all still fucking reading newspapers, we wouldn't know that happened. And they they could have fucking subpoenaed somebody to come in, and they just have to do it. Wouldn't know until later. And so it now, just, like, it would just take people more time to formulate their opinion, you know, because that would still be it would still undoubtedly be reported, even if it was a month later. That would still be reported that that had happened. But then it would have already happened, probably. Yeah. And now we can go. Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't know if I like that. Pause button. Wait. Maybe I do like that. Okay, no. Now you're saying don't do it. And I'm saying do it. And but I don't. Yeah. And I again, I don't think that that is. 
people's rapid input, I think that that's people not knowing enough. I think it's a lack of education because people don't know enough to know what that means, Mm -hmm. you know? But now they have the ability to voice that. And before they had to take the time because even if you did read that, then you have to write a letter to your congressman and send it in. Heaven forbid. You know what I'm saying? So you have to, and I don't, like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I mean, that takes time. So you're going to have to look into what's going on. And when you're probably reading two or three other stories while you're writing your letter, you're going to get a little bit more information to be like, oh, shit, I yeah. see this differently than the first time that I read it. But that yeah. doesn't happen now. That's the same fucking thing that happened with me in the video of Brett Kavanaugh shaking the dude's hand. Yeah, it's the yeah, same yeah. thing. I saw one thing and then the fifth time I watched the video, I saw it a different way, you know? Yeah, because you were peer pressure to see that. It was too, like, it was too rapid, you know? Yeah, it I was. I give myself enough time to process that. Like, and I think was whatever but i think a big part of that is just lack of education on how the shit works expecting things that don't that is a huge part of it for sure and that's but the problem in my in my eyes is that i see politicians on the other hand kind of following suit enough to try to demand those same types of changes to make the moves that that normally they wouldn't do if there wasn't that public outrage and I think that depends on the outlook of the senator or congressman, right? Because there's two different ways, I think, generally, there's two different ways you can look at public service like that, right? My job, one way is, my job is to take what my constituents are telling me and do that, yeah. right? The other way is to look in and say, I'm doing what I think is best for my constituents because that's why I was put here. You know, yeah. regardless of what they're saying, they may not love it, but I think this is what's best for them in the long run. And that's why I'm voting for this. Mm-hmm. You know? There's two different ways to look at that. So if you've got a bunch of senators that think my job is to do exactly what my constituents say, then that's how they're going to do their job. And if they're hearing every day from their constituents so rapidly, like we're talking about, yeah. they're going to be all over the place. They're going to be just changing just as rapidly as their constituency is because that's what they think their job is. You need like you a, a a live stream flow chart of how important what issue is from everybody that contacts your and, office. And okay, I, I got to vote that way. I got to vote that way. And I think as shitty as it is, you got to kind of take a look as a representative or a, or a senator from that state. You got to kind of look at it. Look at your district if you're representative. You got to take if you're Derek Kilmer, right? Mm-hmm. You got to take a look at at the, at the sixth district and be like. Do I think they know what the fuck they're talking about? You know, because if I don't, I'm going to do what I think is best. Yeah. If I think that the majority of these people, the people that come to my town halls, you know, if I think they look like they're no, they know what they're talking about and they have reasonable concerns, I'm going to take what they have to say and I'm going to run with that. But if they're showing up and there's 90 people here and 70 of them are fucking crazy talking about shit that doesn't make any sense. Some I'm real just, Parks and Recs type of shit. You know, I'm just... That's gonna, real, though. I'm just going to do what I think is best and hope that I get voted back oh. into office the next time. You know, because yeah. it, because if, if I do, then that means that I'm doing a good job, even if they don't love it at the time. And you know what's so, really sad is when you say... When you put it that way, I say, I don't think that most people would be knowledgeable enough to really know what's best for them. So, I think that more senators... <laughs> Should be that sounds so bad, but but again that that it starts to lean a little bit into the system, you know that they want to be like career politicians. Those people are afraid to not get voted in, so they're afraid to mm-hmm. not act just in the best interest of their constituency. Well, yeah. That's really what you should, excuse me, be doing. At least I, in my yeah. opinion, that's and I think that you should. What I want them to do, you know, as far as a a republic is concerned, when you look at it from that standpoint, from yeah. that level, I think you have to let people make mistakes. Yes. 
on a local we level, not on the federal level. That's why it's a republic, not a democracy. Because every time a they're... democracy changes, it affects everybody. Right. When a republic changes, it affects that group of people that want that change. Right. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. When they're signing new bills and signing new deals, they're taking bets on what they think is best at that time. You know? Yeah. Like, we don't know, but based on, you know, I'm here because I, I, I have enough history in whatever the fuck is going on, you know, mm-hmm. that that's why I'm here. So I'm hoping, and this is what I think is going to be the best, you know, 10 years from yeah. now, that may have not worked out very well, you know, but. And that's, that's the ideal the politician though, is because, and that's why politicians are so personable. Right. Because when you elect somebody to go out and represent you, you're saying, I like the way you think. Yeah. I like your plans for things. I want you, I, you know, I'm signing off on your message. Go go forth and do good things. You have my vote. I like to cut that's, your fucking jib. That's right. Because it's not, at that point, you've elected somebody in a position to make decisions for you. That's what you thought at the time. And if that clashes with your, maybe you've changed your mind in two years. Oh, shit. Hey, girl. Chill out. You're fine. Scared me. Me too. Was somebody knocking? I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it either. She just probably freaked out. You're all right, Chloe. You that scared the crap probably? out of me. Yeah. Hey, girlfriend. <sighs> she Sorry, was, everybody. She was like passed out on the floor. She probably just heard a, a truck drive by or something. How many other people are going to be scared by that when they listen Ooh. to this? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Man. That bothers me. I was, I was, I feel like I was going to make a really nice point, and now my heart's going to <laughs> miles an hour. Oh, God, Way that was go, fun, Chloe. Uh, but Just don't talk to me. I'm deep in this plug. Okay, so I think I remember this. We're we're building a perfect politician, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and so that's what it is. It's you know, you should elect somebody who you want to represent you because you follow their ideals. You know the way they think. You you know. You have an essential idea on which way they're going to vote on key issues. That's why they're called key issues. And then they get up into the post and they represent you. And if your mind changes over the next two years, you know, that's – then you reelect. you know, you elect someone else or whatever. Uh, or if that person changes, then same thing. But, you know, we're not acting necessarily that way. I think the politicians are feeding off public opinion versus just doing what they think is right. Right. And, but I think that's just – that's the political game. Yeah. You know, for a career politician. You know, fortunately, I, I think our our local representative on the federal level I don't think is interested in the federal game. Especially well, when you look at all like the governmental reform committees and stuff that he's on and I think he started and, you know. So, I, I like that aspect. Well, it seems to me if there's one good thing about the new – like breed of candidates that are coming out, you know, even if they are more radical, most of them believe in like term limits, you know, that they're most like, of them do. Like, you should really only be here for this long. Cause if you can't get it done, then get the fuck out. You know, yeah. and I, that's one thing I do appreciate about that new breed is that it's the term limit. You know, yeah. I don't think that the career politician should really be a thing. You know, I don't, I don't think that Orrin Hatch should be able to be there with his fucking 42 font papers sitting there reading his shit. I don't think Chuck <laughs> Grassley should be up there. No, you know, not that they're, Fucking, not that they're, you know, mid Alzheimer's or anything like that, but I don't, there I don't is know a, that. There's there a is. massive and clear disconnect between yes. them and their constituents. Yes. Period. So, <sighs> I think that that's a problem, but it I think is. them. But anyways, very long story short, we don't know 
where this is going to go. So we're going to talk about that again next week, I'm sure of it. I'm sure, because it'll come back up. Yeah. Kavanaugh, the man that'll never die. Because whatever day the hearing is, I, I mean, I'm sure I'll listen to it at work, whether it's Monday or Thursday or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I will, I'll do that. So That's so funny. I just, I am so pissed off that all my articles, because I never do that where I leave all my articles open, because I always transfer everything into my, my Scrivener files. Yeah. And then it closed. Yeah, and that's sucks. Now, all my trade talk is gone. Mm. I'm so upset about that. I do remember that Wash State was like the number two exporter um, to China. Uh, or, yeah, exports. Yeah, it was an exporter to China. It was like 26% or 23%, somewhere between yeah. there. We were second only to like, I think, Alaska as far as Chinese exports. Because, um, yeah, I want to put this Kavanaugh thing to bed. Yeah, because well, I mean, as you've seen there, that's we went down the criminal tri- the criminal side of it, which I think is it's pretty short, pretty much nothing. It's pretty much nothing. Yeah. Um, it's the and in which side, case, the civil side. But okay, so I guess we should probably settle this though. You have the civil opinion, the the court of public opinion, and then you have you know how this is legally supposed to go. You know, right now there's two major camps of shut it down or vote them in. But that's not or legal. Or take a that, vote. That's not legal. That's political. Yes. But yeah, well, yeah. The people, I think, that side on the legal side, maybe not even the legal side, but I would say generally there's two camps, yeah. right? And it's the people that say, take a vote now. And then there's the people that say, you know, okay, so we'll look at it, the court of opinion, the, the public opinion side of it. Legally, there's nothing that says they can't go ahead and hold the vote and say, fine, we're just going to go ahead and vote. You know, with the numbers we have, we'll vote them in. But again, that's And not then they'll deal with the fallout. Again, that's not a legal thing. Those are political rules that say there's nothing that mm-hmm. – like there's no political rule within the Senate that says that they have to stop and investigate this and move on. That's yeah. not a law. That's a political rule Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. What that's what I'm talking about when I, when I talk about the quote-unquote legal side. It's, okay, well, what are the rules in place of what's – what can they – it sounds bad, but essentially get away with and not give a fuck about what the public says? you know? And they could essentially hold a vote right now and do that. But, they could. But, but they're not. No. Um, no, that would be terrible for everyone. That yeah. would show – I mean, not only – That would be a even suicidal you, political even move. Even if you don't look at Me Too, right? But yeah. then – but you have to look at that in an era of where Me Too is going on. There is no fucking way that they can just move on with this and not even talk about it. There's no yeah. fucking way that that. I mean, if, if you know, think about what I just said to you, where I'm like, well, it's not nothing. It's that times fucking a million is what would happen to everybody in the Senate. You know, yeah. that they would be like, this is not nothing. This is fucking everything. You know, so yeah. I know that is, and that's, that's not even an option for them to do politically. At least, uh, yeah, I mean, just publicly like that's yeah. and in turn politically yeah that's not even a fucking an option for them right now and that's they're why they're doing off. the hearings uh, yeah that's why chuck grassley even though but i chuck think grassley, that's the right the, thing to do anyway even if just by precedent you know that's the right thing to do is to have them both in and do a hearing because because i agree with you i don't think the investigation would do, it, the investigation would do nothing by the mm-hmm. fbi it, it will turn up nothing it will make people angry that he's not going to be indicted because there's no reason to indict him on anything. There's exactly. No, there's no way to do that. All it's going to do is upset people, but then give reasonable and objective people like you and I uh, 
leg to stand on to say, well, legally there's no reason to indict him, so he just has to wear it. You know, yeah. like it's not gonna. I can see why people would want it, and I can see the merit in it, but I don't think that an FBI investigation stands to do anything but divide people every like more on this issue. That's all that's going to happen. Yeah, it you is. It totally is. Think that the FBI is full of shit, and because Trump is the head of everything, you know, he made the FBI not find anything in this investigation and made yeah. them not indict him. But there's nothing that would, unless. They somehow find evidence that he is a fucking serial rapist and sexual assaulter. There's nothing that's going to give them any reason or evidence or proof or anything to indict him for any type of crime or charge him even. And I think we've seen that a lot with a lot of the the Me Too accusations. There's always one and it's big and it's the first. Yeah. And then there tends to be more that trickle in. Mm -hmm. And it's probably because most of the Me Too stuff's tends to come from Hollywood-ish area? Uh, no, I mean... I think a lot of it I, does. I, I, I think that... The major breaking stories, I would say. I don't know. Because Maybe. I would also tie in, like, the like the quote-unquote, like, rape culture on campuses. Like, I would tie that in with, like, with Me Too. Like, that's part of... Yeah, so I don't, uh, yeah I don't you're think right. It's just... I think that that's what kicked it off because it's celebrities that gave it a name, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think the Me Too is a term that's used to encompass all of that, you know. It is, um, yeah. And I think that that's that's true. So, but the the unfortunate thing about this, right? Because Jordan was telling me earlier this week that she had, like, that she had seen something um, that popped up on Twitter that I'm sure you know the creator would claim is satirical. You know, that said, like, mm-hmm. like. Uh, a ten year like a a man who came out that claimed sexual assault from ten years ago. You know, everyone is like bending over backwards listening to it. But when a woman does it, they're like, "Oh, fucking move on, right?" And I think that whatever as shitty as this might sound, right, the reason that you can't automatically assume that someone that what they've said is truth is because at least one woman before has lied about something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a world where that precedent has been set, that people are willing to lie, that some people will lie about it and some people will not tell the truth. That yeah. makes it harder for the people that are telling the truth to be believed. You yeah. know, it's, that's a, it's particularly like, prevalent in that in the university yeah, setting. Like, and that's that's really, really unfortunate. And I'm not saying that that's fair because that's terrible. But in a world where people are so shitty and so dark that they will lie about being sexually assaulted, you can't reasonably expect everyone to move on that the moment you say something they have to find evidence they have to find some type of corroboration because people have lied about it before you know i don't think that it's rampant by any means but people have done it so you have to you have to consider that like i think that's probably about as close a definitional version of a morose reality as you can paint but i don't I would. I don't think I can argue much against you that that is a reality today. And that's you know I I'm sorry if anybody is upset by that, but that is it is the like, truth. That's the most objective look that I have on that is it because is. that's happened before. It's it is unreasonable to assume otherwise to, to expect other than that. Yeah. You know, to expect to expect like other than. To expect an immediate assumption of of guilt on the other yeah. person's party is what I mean. Like that's yeah. it's unreasonable to expect that because it is. we live in a world where that's happened before. You know, and again, I'll point to the dissent that I wrote last week, or the, not the dissent, the blog post that I put last week, 
um, you know, I tried to, I tried to probably tried and failed, but I tried to focus it on a fifth amendment type view of this situation. And the fact that we assume so many of us assume guilt when an accusation like this comes out. Yeah. And even if we don't assume guilt, we certainly don't presume innocence. And I think that... And that's the way it should be. You should be innocent of a crime until proven guilty, even in the court of public opinion. But unfortunately, it doesn't work like that in the public opinion court. And I think that, again, part of that is that people want to assume and we want to hope that that no one would lie about that. You know, we, yeah, I, we would like, want to I, assume. Like, and so that's, I think, where so much yeah. of that comes from is you're like, well, why would she? You know, why why would she lie about that? You why know, would like, anybody? I don't know. You know, I have no fucking idea why she would ever lie about that. I don't yeah. know why anybody would ever lie about that. But I can only happens, assume you know? that anyone who would, because there has been cases where somebody has lied about those types of things. And I, I can only, oh, and Chloe, get out of here, girl. You're spilling the beer everywhere. And then we'll just jump back in? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so there was a little mishap there. I spilled a little beer ski over there with the dog. Not yeah. Deal. The show dog um, but, decided she wants some of our beer. Yeah. Uh, but that's as, as far as Judd Kavanaugh, that's pretty much We talked about a lot of other stuff besides Judd Kavanaugh. Um, and that's what I think makes that so interesting. Right. It's, it's because, such, yeah. Such a small event has so many different ramifications for so much different stuff. Oh, man. Um, impl- implications, you know what I'm saying? Political yeah. implications. Not so, geopolitical. No, not this Unfortunately. Time. Not this time. There's got to be a word for like that. Just political implications. Yeah, just national political implications. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is more epic than a gubernatorial race, though. Gubernatorial. I fucking love that yeah. stuff. So, the next, the next topic was trade talk, right? Do you... Yeah. You, do you have some stuff there? Uh, like, were you able to pull anything back up? Do you I think have I have a couple. Of art- oh, there? no. Um, some, just some of the basic notes that I had taken is that uh, just recently we've had another round of tariffs um, happen. It's the latest, you know, shot across the bow in the trade war between the United States of America and China. And we... Uh, $200 billion, right? Yeah, another $200 billion worth of goods. Um, and said that... And President Trump said that he was willing to move it up if China retaliated. Yeah, I think it's right now it's set at 10%. And it's supposed to go to 25 Yeah, from my they, understanding. If they retaliate. Because they will. And then um, – they I, did. They did. $50 billion. Of, and, so, and I think essentially – I don't know the percentage right off the, bat, the top of my head. But I'm pretty sure that was the majority of U.S. imports into China now are – now tariffed everything that China can can put tariffs on everything is, now everything okay like that's that's what it's it is now if they're going to escalate any further right because we've talked about this trade stuff with China before and I'll try and find yeah. the other episodes uh, when I'm posting this and I'll link to them uh, on the website and I think it's a plane or something out there oh yeah um, but yeah so I'll look for the other episodes that we do when we talked about trade with China and I will link to those on the website. Um, so that you guys can listen to those other episodes and get the history, you know, the other things that have happened with China in the last couple of months. Because um, this is probably the fourth or fifth round of tariffs that have been traded back and forth with China um, just in the last year or so. Yeah. Um, That's why there's a lot of uh, talk this week. I don't have the articles up now. I'm going to have to go back <laughs> and find them. But a lot of the, t- I think it was President Trump said they're running out of bullets. 
Yeah. Because essentially, well, what else What else are they going to do? Well, and that's because... Well, they're a fucking superpower, bro. They can do whatever the fuck right. they want. So now, now they have to just start targeting, like, individual companies or going after the things... Like, the components that get shipped to America to make things. Like, that's what they have to start going after if it's going to be anything other than what they're doing now. Which only stands to hurt all of the manufacturers in America. Well, from my understanding, the first round of tariffs were targeted towards those um, individual use products. They weren't necessarily consumer products. Yeah. They were more of... I don't know how you put it, but uh, it's products that companies buy, not not necessarily and the everyday Industrial, consumer. for lack of a better term. Yeah, but now they're looking at hitting consumer consumer products, electronics, stuff like that that they that we import from China. Um, and it kind of sounds like a stereotype, but traditionally we're talking about you know the same type of goods you're going to find at Walmart. Yeah, a lot of the the. A lo- a lot of the reason behind Walmart, their prices being so cheap, is the fact that, yes, you bought a Sony TV, but it was assembled and then delivered, you know, and then bought from China. Mm-hmm. And it's imported from China. And so they use, when they put together things like your your iPhone, for example, a lot of that stuff isn't always assembled. Your button is not clicked in. My button is not clicked in. There you go. Thank you for that save. Mine wasn't either. That's weird. What happened? Oh, from when we got up. Whoops. Sorry about that. Um, I thought I heard like almost a little extra background noise. Mm-hmm. Good, good catch. That's what it was. Um, we we're back, baby. What did you sound technician? <laughs> um, but yeah, essentially a lot of, let's say you buy a Sony TV, yes. right? It's not necessarily manufactured in Japan if you buy it from Walmart. Um, some of them are manufactured other places, but most of the ones at Walmart are manufactured and put together in China, just like your iPhone. Yeah. You know? The components um, are purchased somewhere else, but they're constructed. Yes. And essentially, that's why your your TV is cheaper if you buy it at Walmart than anywhere else. Um, in which sometimes there's there's issues. Some Most of the time, there's not. You know? Um, especially in today's world. They're not all your, you know, economic electronics uh, are bad. Yeah. Some of them are pretty decent these days. I mean, China's technology thanks to corporate espionage, has become pretty damn good for the most part. But now you're going to start seeing those those things, those the tariffs start impacting those prices. So electronics, you know, a lot of consumables, furniture, you know, cheap furniture, you know, economic furniture. Any and so, type of goods, like any type of food or anything that gets here from China. So yeah. like any type of, I don't know, we buy produce and shit from other countries. So yeah, a lot of them. I mean, I go to the banana. I go to the store and I try to buy Ecuadorian bananas because my wife's from Ecuador, so we like to, you know, give some money to the home country. You know, yeah, (laughs) of course. I mean, because if you got to choose between Guatemalan bananas and Ecuadorian bananas, there's really only one clear choice: Ecuadorian bananas bananas all the way. But I mean, yeah, how much of our produce comes from America? I do not know off the top of my head. Fact check. Fact check. I'm gonna be looking that up. I've been having a hard time, a harder time listening to the episodes during the week now just because there's more shit. I found some other podcasts that I'm into. Like, I found one that's a, I'm sorry, we can talk about this later, but. No, uh, we got to talk about it. uh, A Marvel podcast, actually. It's the new one? 
Yeah. Is yeah. it good? It's, it is good. Oh, I can't I wait. I really, really enjoy it. Um, I heard about it on the radio the other day. I really like it. Um, and it's recorded with a 360 microphone. So when you're listening to it, like it's recorded, <gasps> it's recorded in stereo. You know, and so you can hear <laughs> shit on different sides of your head. So are we, bro. Except for your mic. Your mic is on mono. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, it's the only way you can hear stuff. Yeah. Um, but it sounds, yeah, it sounds really good. And so it's one of the things that I listen to at work with two headphones. And I don't generally do that. But that one I will so I can get the whole yeah. Look the at you. effect. You're like living life on the edge, bro. So how long are these podcasts? About 40 minutes. Reasonable. 30, 40 minutes, yeah. Um, so is, it about, to listen to. is it about comics? Is it about it the, is, ca- the movies, the it's characters? Like or? Um, it's like what? It's like a play. <gasps> like an audio drama? Yeah, it's like scripted. Yeah. Oh, yo. Um, and so it's about like Wolverine being, being in Alaska. Um, <sighs> and no. like some murders happen and shit and he's a suspect and there's a cult and there's like a whole... I hear some like hardcore background noise. Yeah. So there, and it's like yeah, a whole, anyways. a whole thing, um, and it's it's really good. The FBI is involved, and it's it's very good. I enjoy it a lot. Okay, so after how many interruptions now we've had? <laughs> we heard some static in the background. It turned out it was just pouring rain outside, it's and I have a metal rain. roof over the studio. So, uh, anyways, we're back to trade talk again. Uh, we started talking about uh, yeah China. Introducing new tariffs, the U.S. introducing new tariffs, talking about uh, essentially these this new round of tariffs. Yeah, these are ones that will start, will start to see individuals because the the first ones, the aluminum and steel tariffs, hurt companies like a fair amount. Like there yeah. was a lot of people that there was a lot of layoffs. There was just a lot of companies that stopped making as much money. Um, because they had to start paying more money for the steel and the aluminum that they were purchasing from other countries. Yeah, these are not like uh, big tech companies that have you know profit margins of you know huge amounts. I mean, a lot of these people operate on the very a very very slight profit margin nowadays, um, and they were all hurt by it. And you know, I hate to say it, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of corporate bonuses that are still getting paid and so much, and but. At the end of the day, in reality, people are going to get laid off, and they did. Right. And you know? a lot of this, um, even by President Trump's own mouth, is because he's trying to get China under control. He's trying to handle China and be rough with them and do whatever, you know, and corner them in the market and make them put them in a tough position, right? And one of the things that I heard that you might think is really interesting um, that I heard on the NPR podcast of mm-hmm. all places, right? Now I'm wondering if I heard this too, and I'm wondering Mara why Lyson, I don't remember it. Mara Lyason brought to my attention, and to, I assume everybody else's attentions, that the there used to be a thing that its purpose was to put China in its place, and it was called the TPP. <laughs> and you fucking canceled it because you're an asshole. And the TPP um, was a is the Trans Pacific Partnership that was designed yeah. specifically to put China in its place to have countries to have trade deals with countries all around china but not china so that they had to deal with their own thing individually with the united states like that already existed and you canceled it oh the rain's back thank goodness (laughs) um but no i uh i understand that like this and this 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 is a consequence of walking away from the tpp yes essentially because well Well, it's part of the part tactic. Of, yes. Yeah. This is step two. Yeah. 
First step, I'm out. Second step, deal with fucking China. And that's what I'm saying. Like this, like the the purpose that you're stating for these tariffs was the purpose of the of the TPP. I mean, was the partial purpose of the TPP. You know, so I. Except now, fuck? we're getting hurt by it. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, except now we don't have trade agreements with all those countries, and we don't have a collective bargaining agreement, and we don't have, like, good shit going on. It's just a trade war with China mm-hmm. that's impacting Americans. I, I wonder, because I don't know, you know, all the ins and outs of the TPP, but I wonder if there was something in there that denied them the ability to buy weapons from Russia. Because I mean, as part of China. my research on this one, I, look, I, I realized that the... United States just put sanctions on the Chinese government for buying fighter jets from Russia. Yes. And so I wonder if if there was some some lever in that document of the TPP, that agreement that prevented that from happening and now we're pissed off about it or you know, I'll have to look into this, but or did, you know, have they always been buying equipment from Russia? I feel like they probably oh, always I, have. I would assume that they have been for a while. I mean, yeah. they've been no, I'm not in bed with the Russians, but they've been, I mean, all the allies with the Russians oh, yeah. for a long time. So, I wouldn't think that it would be, you know, I don't think that that's abnormal. I so, think then why would we pass sanctions against them? That's what is this, because this has leaked into the trade war, because yeah. this, it's a, technically about trade. Now, we're sanctioning them because they bought weapons from someone else. And I would have to look to see, because I would assume that maybe... I, I feel like that's assume that if they've done it before, then we've put sanctions on them before. Yeah. But maybe there's just periods of time in between. But I don't know. I would have to look into that. I don't know. Because I just I had a thought here. Because I mean, when you look at the overall the administration, the executive administration. Yeah. I'm gonna leave that guy's name out of it. But when you look at the executive administration's policies towards Russia, they have been very aggressive. Yes. Since they took power, right? As they should have been. And so now, is this just an, an attempt from the administration to try to isolate Russia and say, okay, China, we don't like you buying shit from them anymore? No, I think yeah. that I think that people are also scared of China. I think that's Oh, the I thing. think I so. Mean, I, yeah. So I if think you're not, you're meh. And in a world where the members of, of the cabinet have stated themselves that part of their goal is to avoid World War Three. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you if you were going to draw up the boundaries, draw up the two sides on World War Three right now, you know who's going to be on what side? Mm-hmm. China and Russia are going to be on the same side with each other, probably. And oh so, yeah, and so that's I think part of where that comes from, where they're just not not happy about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know it's it's that's not a good look. They don't want China or Japan to be building up their their weapons. You know, that's. Even even with the, the China or Japan, either of them, yeah, China. So this is true, like, yeah, because yeah, when we look at Japan, we we see them more of an ally, right? But they as still compared to China, right? But it still makes people uncomfortable for Japan to be building up their forces, right? So probably, well, I know that's maybe like eighteen months ago, right? Okay. There was a story on Vice. It was two years ago about. Because part of part of like the treaty for World War II was that Japan can have defense that's what, forces. Yeah, right? that's what they I was going to bring up. To defend themselves, right? But they but, can't have a military. But now they started like building more ships and mm-hmm. like putting more people in their military, which which makes people uneasy. You know, they say that it's just for defense, which is fucking 
I don't give a fuck, you know, but, Mm -hmm. but that's, it makes a lot of other countries uneasy. And I'm, I'm almost certain that I watched like a vice on HBO about it. Um, but that is a thing that is happening. You can totally Google it. That's no, no, no. I feel like that's correct. Because even when you look at it, it makes people uneasy. Bourdain did an episode that I started watching some more Bourdain again. Yeah. And it's, that's been difficult by the way. That's tough to watch. Um, but I watched his on, uh, Okinawa. So Okinawa. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, the major, the vast majority of American military bases is on that Island. Yeah. And that Island didn't even used to be Japan. They had conquered it before the war. And when you look at, I can see there's a, there's probably a, a good undercurrent, probably an, you know, an underground movement or something that probably would want to, to let Japan regain more independency by saying no, okay, we're we're not doing that again. It's over, man. We're a, we're a very westernized nation now. Can't why can't we just do what we want to fucking do and have our own military? Yeah, but I, I don't that, I don't see them ever being on the side. If you were going to draw no, and, lines, and that's, but. and that's not my point. My point really is is that for anybody to be adding to their military force makes the rest of the world uneasy. Yes. That's really my point. I get know? that. I and get that. So I, I, I certainly could have stated that better, but but that's what I meant is, is it makes people uneasy. It makes us uneasy for China or Japan to be building up their military forces because why yeah. are you doing that? You know, in, yeah, that's in, kind in of, a world where we're all supposed to be safe and everything is cool, why are yeah. you doing that? You and know? I can understand that too. And, and that's that's just like a general – Rule of the world. You yeah. Know, there's no reason to be rapidly increasing your military if, if for no reason. Yeah. You know, that's that's weird. That's a really – that's sus-ass behavior to just be, oh, well, I'm just I'm, – I'm adding a third, you know, to my to my active duty troops and I'm bringing in like four new destroyers, you know, three three or four new little, you know, scout boats and, uh, you know, a couple of new <laughs> submarines. Scout boats. It's, it's no big deal. It's like, no it's big deal. It's just a thing that's, you know, I don't know what the fuck they're called. Um, yeah. It's, but if you, know, you were going to be on what's a scout boat called, a what a scout boat? Yeah, probably a patrol boat. There you go. There you go. <laughs> scout Same boat. Idea. Scout I love boat, it. Patrol boat. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, I, was, I would just kind of wonder then at that point, why then are we? Why don't we see them as an ally? Because China, you realize? No, no, no. Japan at oh. this point. Because if you were going to draw lines, if somebody was going to draw lines in the sand right now, World War Three happening right, right. now. Japan's on our side, right? Why wouldn't we want them to have a decent-sized military as well? Because we want them to. to re- we want them to rely on us. Yeah, and I don't like that. No, and, and I don't. That's like, what I'm saying. And I don't. I don't like. It makes either, me fucking I, wonder, and yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I guess that's the uh, the geo libertarian <laughs> part of me it goes. No, man, there are homies. Let them have a military too. I mean, we don't need to be the yeah. only motherfuckers around the I block. I think it's. I think it's just because you you never know. You know? Yeah, that's true. And I think that once that's daddy's true. in charge, he wants to stay daddy. Exactly. That's why they're not a superpower. We're a superpower, bro. Yeah, and that's that's why I think I that think that's, just yeah. just for the the sole purpose of like you never know, you know, you never yeah. know what's what's happening with geopolitically. That might be a good thing because there's less players on the board that could literally destroy the world in a push of a button. So, how many more superpowers do we actually want? Even though somebody possibly could or wants to get into the game. I mean, fuck. That's why we. That's why we have problems with Iran. That's why we had problems in fucking Libya. Right. People that want to develop nukes. The yeah, they try to get in the game. We're like, you don't want to be a part of this club. We don't want you to be a part of this club. Go away. Just, just stay out of here. Yeah. 
that's all I really had on trade, to be honest. No, I mean, there's not much. It's just no. an update, really. Um, so that's, you know, as far as trade, that's really. That's, that's <clears throat> yeah, really that's it. the we'll latest. you as more things happen. Um, so, you know, it, it'll be a smaller topic that kind of goes along with other things from here mm-hmm. on out until something big happens. But I think I have a good pivot story off of that that I had gone over earlier. Into, I had it in my notes. Into a grab bag? Yeah, into the grab bag. All right. And it's a perfect pivot, uh, segue, grab bag topic. And it's, it kind of ties into that whole drawing size and who's the aggressors. And, you know, over, uh, I think it was last week at some point, uh, there was two Russian <laughs> nuclear bombers that, yeah, yeah, NATO forces, but not NATO forces. Um, France and Great Britain scrambled their fighters to intercept and, um, the bombers were not communicative, communicative. They did not respond when called and all this stuff. And so the France and Britain set up the, sent up their fighters to go intercept and they escorted them out of the airspace, so on and so forth. And a, nothing happened. Apparently, this is actually a semi-regular occurrence all over Europe. Russia flying in jets, essentially trying to probe the response time of potential enemies and it's just, just kind to just of see what's up. Yeah. And this actually comes a couple months, I want to say. It was in July. There was a joint military exercise between China, Russia, and Mongolia, of all people, because it, you know, draw a line. And uh, there was joint military exercise there. I saw some videos. Dope as hell, but terrifying. Yeah. You're talking. There are hundreds and thousands of fucking military units and jets and all this crazy shit. Man. I had heard that Russia and China were doing uh, yeah. doing some war games. Largest ones in, in a long time. As well. Yeah, very long time. Yeah, longest ones and Yeah, I had the... I don't remember the date of the last time they had them, but it hasn't been for a little while. And they haven't been this... This is the largest one, I think, ever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's... I mean, I don't know if it's just theater, you know... It's Russia just trying to flex their muscles and be like, hey, motherfuckers, we'll still here. Right. Or is this, you know, I don't really see it as an active aggression, I guess. I mean, it's kind of this passive aggressive thing they keep doing with, with the uh, the assassination in Great Britain by the two now um, accused. Um, yeah, that's what I thought you were going to talk about. Russian agents. Because uh, we talked about that a long time ago. Yeah. The... the assassination attempted assassination of sergey skripal yep um and so they in which one person died yes but not either skripal or his daughter but one of the people that had accidentally come into contact with the nerve agent yeah so now the story that they've put together uh which obviously makes sense um is that these two russian agents came into the uk and stayed there for i think a couple weeks and they had this nerve agent, the Novichok, in a perfume bottle and yeah. went up to his door and put it on his door on, a, on put it on his doorknob and then left. And, and threw it in the fucking trash. Yep. And that's how and then somebody found it in the trash and thought it was perfume. And, and he gave it to his fucking girlfriend and yep. now she's dead. And that's how they got That's, that's crazy. How that happened. <laughs> yep. And then they That should blew my mind. And then they left, and they're certainly not going to get extradited. They're not going to be sent, you know, from Russia to the UK to be tried. I mean, Putin isn't going to do that. So they got away with, you know, murdering one person they didn't mean to murder and then trying to murder two other people. So 
It's a fucking assassinate, really. It's a, it's like an episode of Archer gone bad. Yeah, you know, actual espionage taking place and the spotlight getting shown on it. Then yeah. essentially getting away. Yeah, I remember that. That was a little. That was a few weeks ago. Isn't that crazy? I remember hearing about that? And I was just like, man, fucking what the fuck, man. We got active Russian agents in the UK yeah. trying to assassinate people. And we caught them in the act. And it's like, oh, we, we didn't do it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know this. I have one thing written down here uh, that I had written down, I think, maybe like two weeks before Kavanaugh's confirmation hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, that When people are looking into his history and finding everything they can find, they found out that he has a, a bunch of credit card debt because he went to a shitload of baseball games. Oh, yeah, that's and right. it irritated me immediately because <laughs> I'm like, who fucking cares? Yeah, dude. Who gives a shit what he's spending his money on? Like, Leave why him does alone, it matter? bro. Why does it matter? He's not going to the Supreme Court oh. to deal with money. He's not going to be the the treasurer, you know, the 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 secretary of the treasury. Like, who gives <laughs> a shit? Like, it's not – if the man wants to spend and put himself in a debt over baseball games, then put himself in a debt over baseball games. It's a stupid thing to do, but that's what you're going to do, you know? I don't – who gives a shit? Like one in five Americans have more credit card debt than savings, says Market Watch. And you're gonna you're gonna judge a motherfucker because one in five? Yeah. That could as easily be you. How many so, people out there can say they're debt free? No one. Oh, I certainly have more credit card debt than I have savings. There's no question about that. I know. Welcome to fucking twenty eighteen yeah. America. No, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, so like, who gives a shit? I don't care yeah. what the man is doing with his money. That's not relevant to his job. This is one thing I was going to bring up during the just makes the him a goddamn patriot. <laughs> makes him one of us. One yeah. of us. No, I'm just kidding. I actually don't have very much debt anymore. I'm really happy. I've been working hard to pay off all my debt. I'm working on that before the baby you know, gets here. The only thing we have left is student loan debt, essentially. Yeah. And that's it, baby. We own all of our cars outright, all that good stuff. I've been trying hard to get that done. I just used important credit card a lot when I was younger. Not that I'm not young now, but... Uh, well, yeah. We, we all did that shit when we were that age, man. Well, when you don't make very much money. Yeah. You know, that's Oh, and dude, don't... Card, that's what you do with it is you yeah. put things that you need on it and mm-hmm. you pay off however much you can at the time, but it ends yeah. up adding up. And don't get me even fucking started on federal student loans. Yeah. Good Lord. I'll t- mm, nuh-uh. But one th- that was one thing I was going to bring up during the Kavanaugh stuff this morning, but or earlier today. But it got we ran a little long on that anyways because it's such a thing to talk about. But uh, the salacious hit pieces I've seen come out against Kavanaugh, oh god, some. I mean, there's these people are swinging fucking wild. Look at Huffington Post. Um, Salon had I think a, a pretty nasty one. Um, you know, there was this whole thing about, uh, the, the law school professor that was telling, uh, students that were looking to try to clerk for him that he likes his, his women a a certain way, like a, like a, a model like person. Well, and now people are, (laughs) excuse me, grilling him because he was giving a speech one time and he said, you know, what stays at so-and-so Academy or what happens at so-and-so Academy stays at so-and-so Academy. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, this is, you know, a tell to rape culture in this fucking whatever. And I yeah. just – it's too much. You know? It is too it's, much, man. It, it's a fucking stupid dad joke that he made, you know, about like 
about a school that he went to. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're, you're so sensitive. Like, <laughs> fucking snowflake. Oh. Yeah, how often do I get a chance to be like, fucking snowflake? Actually, not as often as I would like because usually the people I interact with on an everyday life, I don't know a snowflake. Yeah. I don't know one. I'm, I'm very lucky in that way. I don't think there's that many snowflakes, really. <laughs> but uh, did you um, word? Did you see? <laughs> did you see the story about the SWAT officers that got suspended for? I did not. Oh my god, Colin! I'm so excited. Oh my. Let me god. okay. Let me first before you get into your your SWAT story. I haven't been able to intake very much news this week. It's been really hard. This was weeks ago. Okay. So now I feel bad for not knowing. I might remember it. Does somebody get swatted or are we talking an actual no, SWAT unit? No, that's crazy though. Okay. Too. <laughs> no. No. So there were some SWAT agents uh-huh. and they were at a crime scene and they took a group photo, right? I oh. think like four of them did. You know the circle game that like they used to play at work that like you do this like blow your waist. Oh yeah, like, fucking like, circle game. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. Like Shadow plays all the time. I know so, people that are really down with the circle game. Yes. So like four of these guys were doing that, right? Like they had their hands like that on their leg in this picture, uh-huh. and there's a new movement. Oh no! Is this a white power? There oh, is a yo. new movement that this like means that? white power, and that is not fucking true. Right, and so these four SWAT agents got suspended because they were doing this in a picture, and they're like, "These guys are white supremacists." Well, okay, let me just say this Swear real quick. To God. So I'm gonna fact check because I'm gonna find an article. Was the picture like any form of official picture? I know it's just it's, it's just like somebody's like, Instagram know, when, when they do a mission or whatever you know and mm-hmm. then they're done and they take a picture at the end. It's just like one of those things like where they're all just standing around. Oh yeah, and they you know it's, then fuck off, whatever, dude. Yeah, no, unprofessional. Maybe I don't really care though. You got to especially if you're a SWAT white team member. Colin. Yeah, white supremacists. They're racist. Oh my god. It, what, don't you know? That was another thing during the Kavanaugh hearings too. Did we ever talk oh, about that my part? God. The lady that know. sat behind him. Yeah. <sighs> there was a woman that sat behind Brett Kavanaugh during the confirmation hearing who I believe is like Greek and some type of Hispanic or something like that. Yeah. And she's like, she's not white. Um, no. <laughs> and she did that white power thing. If you're on the video, then you can see it. She was like sitting like this, which I, it's kind of a weird thing to do, but I don't, people have their own like twitches and, and you know, whatever things that they do. Yeah. Um, like some people hang out like this. I don't hang out yeah, like this. I touch my elbows. And she was sitting right, like right. this. And so people said that that's a white power symbol and that they're both part of the far right. And that's how you know. It's because <laughs> how she, you she know, checked man. her phone, right? I saw one particular video. She checked her phone, laughed, and then sat like this. That's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know that she's a racist is because somebody was obviously watching and texted and her. saw her and was like, oh, Give me a shout out. And she did the white power and that's how you know. And I feel like is, there's a few leaps you got to take to get there, man. That's crazy. That is insane. Oh, I but just, yeah, I remember hearing about that. That was. Yeah. So that's, so that's one of those things. So I'll see what happened with those SWAT officers because I haven't looked into it since then. But that, that was a thing that happened. They, they got, they got suspended 
Maybe I wrote down. How I mean, I could see. I mean, if you had a pretty strict, you know, like police chief or something like that, just on the fact that that could be considered bad press. Yeah. I could see them like, hey, don't fuck around. You know this shit's hot right now. Don't fucking, don't be playing games like that, man. You know, look professional out there when you're in the job. I could see that argument. But if it's because of fucking white power, I'm going to lose it. And I think this was like right when that white power thing like first came out. So... I was so glad because I haven't heard that in a little while. I was hoping it would kind of died, but apparently not. A lot of these social justice fads are exactly that. They're fads. They they pop in and then they go away real quick. Um, But, I mean, as far as, you know, like grab bag stories, I don't know if I really have much else. That's good. We can go to Brexit. There's been some Brexit, Brexit movement lately. Heard yeah, anything about just, that? Uh, I've heard a little bit about it just because I've been listening to the BBC things, but they've just been yeah. talking about a deal that May is trying to work out. She's trying to force one and say that if they don't go with hers, then they're just going to go into Brexit with no deal. So that's funny because that's not the way I heard it. Oh, okay. The way I heard it is that the EU is saying like, okay, well, these are the conditions. Yeah. And that's it. And then so they're trying to work those two things out. There's it's It centers around like – the fact that they have to stay in the European marketplace right. um, economically. And, and so that would mean like more unfettered, you know, they have no say in immigration because it all comes from the EU, not them. Right. And then same with trade policy. They couldn't actually make, you know, trade deals with anybody. Could they, essentially, those they want them to keep the parts of that, that union they had between the EU and the UK. They want to keep the, the essential part. But the essential part is what the UK has voted to to get out of. Right. That's why they did that. And now they won't budge on those two things. And they're kind of stuck. And I don't know for sure. Like, I have not paid that much to it. So you could be totally right. I've got no fucking idea. Word. Yeah. I mean, I watched the YouTube video. I sent you a clip. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And I, this that wasn't even about Brexit. But I was drinking with, with Casey. Oh, so. my gosh, dude. Okay. So the, the UK Parliament has a... YouTube channel. Yeah. And there was that once, was I sent you that text last night, and I was like, yeah, it's like the the U.S. Congress, but with a true drink minimum. Yeah. And I stole that line from an old Robin Williams set, I think. Um, but literally, dude, they're out there, they're fucking yelling at each other. I mean, the, the, the procedure of how it works, I mean, it was straight up entertaining to somebody like me. I just, I had a hell of a time. She was up there arguing with... Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, something Corbin, the Labor Party. Jeremy Corbin. Jeremy Corbin. What were they arguing about? Um, this thing called universal credit they have over in UK, and it's a part of their welfare system. And uh, essentially, it's something set up by the, the the Conservative Party that Theresa May is a part of, and the Labor Union hates it. And so they sit there and they they like yell fucking facts at each other back and forth, <laughs> and like they get real fucking passionate, man. <laughs> and it is. It's amazing to watch. Just yeah. go down. Because for the most part, I don't have any idea what they're talking about. And they're referencing these fucking bureaus and all this stuff. And they're just – they're fucking professionals, man. And then it was crazy to watch. And it was so much fun. And you should watch it just for – did you watch that clip I sent you at least? No, I, I was drinking okay. with, with Casey yesterday. Because it's on your phone. You should. It's like 15 seconds. <laughs> it's a perfect example. That was like that for like fucking half hour. Yeah. Crazy. Anyways. It's like uh, our U.S. Congress, but 
if everybody was fucking drunk and yelling at each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Grab bag closed. We can move on to sports if you want. I'm fucking ready because I want to talk about fantasy. Deal. Sports, sports. Okay. So, what questions do you have this week, son? I don't have any questions. Oh, you just I'm just talking about fantasy. Super fucking happy that I made the move that I did at the time that I did yeah. and dropped Big Ben and picked up Ryan Fitz. Because that's crazy. Because Tarod is killing me right now. What? Three points he got. Three fucking points. But you said he got a concussion. Yeah, he was being evaluated for concussion, and that's. I was surprised. I I would have dropped Tarod Taylor, not Ben Roethlisberger. That's very well. I w- would have, but I had to play somebody, and I played Tarod at that point. Oh, okay. Because you know, Big Ben had that first week, and I just I didn't. To be fair, I didn't know about, like, the Big Ben home field advantage. Oh. And then fucking Lacey it's took real. that shit on me and ran a train on me. Yeah. For, he got, like, 45 fucking points that game. Yeah. That's real. But that's but that's Ryan Fitz got me on 41. But the story I alluded to in the beginning of the show, um, I said I found myself on fucking Monday Night Football. Jake and Morgan invited us over. Yeah. And so we were watching Monday Night Football over their place. The saddest game ever. And... Morgan and I were against somebody that had players on the Seahawks. And all of our players had played. And so we needed certain players on the Seahawks not to do well. Yeah. Morgan was playing your wife. And it was fucking tight for a while. And I remember Khalil Mack. There was this one play where I think it was in the second quarter perhaps. But – Russ was just in the pocket, struggling like he always is because the O-line is porous as fuck. Terrible. And Khalil Mack comes in like the beast and just fucking swats the ball right out of his hand. And also Morgan and I both like start fucking cheering like, yeah! And I felt so bad it's for doing terrible. that because I didn't – I only needed uh, – who was it? Uh, Carlson? One of Carson. our running backs? Carson, yeah. Carson. I needed Chris Carson not to play, and then I guess he ended up coming out pretty quick. He wasn't in the game very long. So I was good, but I, you Pete know. Pete Carroll said he got tired doing special teams. Oh. That's what he said. He got tired doing special teams, huh? And that's why he came out. Interesting. So. That's interesting. I think it's just game script, and I think yeah. they just needed a change of pace, but. I think so, too. But that's Pete Carroll for you. Yeah. But so. I ended up being safe. It was close for him, and I was nervous. It came yeah. down to a four-point <clears throat> spread at the end. Wow. Uh, and then Morgan ended up at one point she was ahead. I think right after that fumble from yes. Khalil Mack and Russ, she was actually ahead by like two points. He and then all of a sudden, bye bye Yeah. Yeah. But that was – it felt so weird to be sitting there actually rooting against the Hawks. It's – that's At always, some point, they were ahead enough that I didn't feel bad. I was like, you guys are going to fucking lose anyway. So, I just want the fantasy points. I don't feel bad. Yeah. That's always the worst part is to have somebody who's playing against the Hawks. Like, so this week, <laughs> I told you I made a crazy trade this week. You did. In one of my other leagues, I traded. I had Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. And I traded DeAndre Hopkins and Philip Lindsay for Ezekiel Elliott, which is great. I definitely got the better end of that trade. And so <laughs> I got – so I have Zeke, and this week Dallas plays Seattle. So 
I fucking hate that, you know, but I need Zeke to go the fuck off because I lost in all four leagues last week and Ooh. I'm trying to fucking make dollars. You know what I'm saying? I got a baby on the way. I'm trying to make <laughs> Daddy dollars. Needs a, baby needs a new pair of shoes, right? Yeah, I got shit happening. I need money. So, <clears throat> so I'm trying to win. So I'm making big money moves out here. So now I got Zeke and Julio and it's going to be great. Um, this week I have to play Isaiah. Which is really unfortunate. Yeah, that's a tough one. But I can I can attest from week one. Yeah, but I think they will be okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna pull up my pull up my lineup. Oh, here. bro, you want to take the money this year? Yeah, I'm. I mean, I understand that it will come down to the playoffs, but uh, it does. All you got to do is make it to the playoffs. You, you gotta get some points, bro. All you got to do is make it to the playoffs. So. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, when the leader of your division. Is pulling three thirty nine point two, and you're sitting at two thirty five point one. Yeah, you gotta make us some. You gotta. You got. I mean, it's early in the game. It's still the first quarter. You you good. You got time to push. Well, and I'm one and one. Like I I won week one and <laughs> I then just lost last week. I'm just trying to give you a hard time because I'm time. actually doing pretty good so far. <laughs> Fucking case balls though. Shout out case balls. I hate yeah. your face. <clears throat> no, Leading by like time. sixty points. Um, Need to get me a better quarterback, but I think I'll be all right. Yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, I got to play Isaiah this week. And Melvin Gordon playing the Rams, and that's really unfortunate. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's there's some rough shit going on here, but it should be okay. Um, so let's let's do the picks real quick. Let's do the pickups. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let me pull up my pickups real quick. I forgot to, to have that up. So, Do you have anybody playing on Monday this week? On Monday? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Not in our not in our league. Okay. I don't have anybody playing on Monday. They have all Sunday games except for fucking Ryan Fitz. Yeah. And so I gotta wait around for Monday for for my final score. I hate waiting around Monday, man. It's nice. It get, does get, it does give me an excuse. I watch football while I edit the the podcast. Yeah. It's, oh, I love the combo. Monday Steelers Buccaneers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have anybody going in those games. That's going to be um, – oof, I don't know. <clears throat> so, the first game, obviously, was Jets-Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, and I picked the Browns, so it I – It was fucking, on Thursday, right? Yeah, so I finally got that one. Um, the next one is Chiefs-49ers. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, that's That seems pretty solid. Yeah. In my uneducated opinion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is Broncos-Ravens. Um, Broncos. Uh, Broncos. Broncos at Ravens. I think so, yeah. At Ravens? Hmm. At Ravens, yeah. The Broncos are 2-0 and and the Ravens are 1-1. and I mean, statistically, you go Broncos, right? Or is it, are they due for a loss? Because they're not on fire or anything. They looked good against the Hawks, but the Ravens have a better defense. Yeah. But the Ravens' offense is also not quite as good. Mm-hmm. But I want to I want to go Broncos. That's just me. I'm I'm going Broncos. I think you're right. The next one is Giants Texans. The Texans have a fucking sick, nasty run defense. JJ Watt, David Clowney, Saquon Barkley. Come on, Damn. Texans or Giants? <laughs> Texans. Yeah, I'm going Texans. Next one, Dolphins Raiders. Dolphins actually look pretty all right. Raiders were not good last week. Raiders look like they're struggling a little bit. Yeah. 
they were they were pretty decent, I think, first week. Second week, not so awesome. I don't know with that one. That's kind of a toss-up to me. I mean, it's in Miami. Because I don't know anything about fucking Dolphins this year. I'm going with the Raiders. What's the Dolphins' record right now? The Dolphins are 2-0, and oh, the Raiders shit. are 0-2. I'm going Raiders. <laughs> I'm, I'm going Raiders. I'm doing it. Oh, I just go statistically? That's yeah. a bad call. They're going 24% to 76% for the Dolphins, but I'm, hmm. I'm going Raiders. Okay. The next game is Packers at Redskins. Oh, it's Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. All the way. Um, I love the fucking one, Packers. Colts at Eagles. <sighs> Eagles. The Colts looked good last week. Yeah. The Eagles 94%, Colts 6%. I'm going Eagles. The Colts defense is such trash. Oh, and Carson Wentz is back this week. Yeah, Eagles. Um, <laughs> next one, Bengals at Panthers. The Bengals are 2-0 and and the Panthers are 1-1. One and one. Bengals. I'm going Panthers. I'm going Panthers on that one. The Bengals went the fuck off last week. The Panthers fucking devastated the Pats last week. Those are the Jaguars that played the Pats last week. Oh, yeah. Jaguars. Sorry. Yeah. Different cat. (laughs) Um, Okay. Cam Newton versus who? Uh, Andy Dalton is the quarterback. (laughs) Bengals have pretty good defense. I'm going to go... I hate to say it, but I, I got. I think I'm, I would go Panthers. What's the percentage on that? Sixty-five Panthers, thirty-five Bengals. Yeah. Cam Cam is generally solid unless he starts doing shitty. If he starts to fuck up, he starts throwing tantrums, and then it's garbage from there on out. So you think Panthers? I think Panthers, because I think he can. They, I think they can hold their own during the against the, the Colts D. Yeah. Okay, and the next one is Titans at Jaguars. Titans, 2%. Jaguars, 98%. Jaguars look good, dude. Yeah, Jaguars are looking real good this year so far. And the next, so I'm going to go Jaguars. Next one is Saints at Falcons. They're both 1-1. Ooh. I'm going That sounds like a good game. It's going to be a shootout. Yeah, Um, I'm thinking Saints, though, at the end. Yeah, because... The Saints' defense is trash, and the Falcons' defense is pretty all right. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking Drew Brees, and he's going to throw all over that bitch. Yeah, he is. So I'm, I'm going to go Saints. The next one is Bills at Vikings. It's Bills 1%, Vikings 99%. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Vikings. It's like hot trash. Oh, the Bills. The one after that is Chargers at Rams. Chargers 1-1, one one, Rams 2-0. Mm. Oh. Rams look fucking good. Yeah, I'm going Rams. I'm going Rams 100% on that one. What's the percentage on that one again? Chargers 5, Rams 95. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going Ramskis. Philip Rivers j- just throws so much. And I'm dropping stuff again. Scared me, son. <laughs> scared the dog, too. Do you want another beer again? No, I'm all right. Okay. Man. Yeah, Chargers, man. I'm going Chargers. Only 5%. I'm thinking Rams. I said Chargers. I meant Rams. Man. I'm calling Rams. All right, I'll go Rams. Their defense is really good. The next one is Cowboys at Hawks. I'm going Hawks because it's the first home game this year, and I think that they can get it done against the Cowboys. Yeah. I know a couple people that are going. Shout out Morgan and Jake. Oh, really? Going to the first season opener at home? That's going to be dope. The home opener? That's what they call that, right? Yeah, the home opener. Uh, Sports and stuff. 
The next one is Bears at Cardinals. Bears 91%, Cardinals 9%. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Bears. Yeah, Dell Bears. Um, the next one is Patriots-Lions. I'm going with Pats because um, the yeah. Lions look like dog shit. Yeah, and I don't think um, – The Lions are 0-2. I don't think the Pats will do two terrible games in a row. No, no. Yeah, Tom Brady just lost. He's not about to get embarrassed again. No. <clears throat> and the one after that is Steelers-Buccaneers. This is the Monday night game. Um, and I, hmm. I got to go with Bucks, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you got to go with the Ryan Bucks. Fitz Ryan Fitz is going to fucking there. clean I house. Mean, and the the Steelers, they're, they're not at they're home. They're one and one and their defense looks like shit. Yeah. Like, I got to imagine that Fitzpatrick is going to toss all over that thing. He is, and he's going to give me 40-plus points again this week. That yeah, is a solid that, pick. So. So I'm saving that. That's What's the percentage the, on that one? That's the Monday. Buccaneers 66, Steelers 34. Yeah. No, and the it's Buccaneers Bucks. are at home. So I'm, <laughs> I'm saving <laughs> that. Um, that's the Pickums week two. I'm doing dog shit last week. I'll show you guys or I'll tell you where I'm at on the list. Um, I think I might be in last place. So Oof. I am. I'm in last place. Is this so. the work league? Yeah, yeah, this is for the work league. Uh, I only got five week one. I did fucking terrible week one. Oof. So That'll that'll get you off to a, to a great start. Uh, Casey Bowman, first place. Of course, yeah, fucking this guy. I got your fucking number, dude. I'm coming for you. Yeah, you wait. So fucking <clears throat> Case Bowls. I know so you're listening right now. Hopefully, this is a good week for me this week. Uh, so now we can go to the regular news shit, and then we can work out here. Uh, so let's see. The Browns released Josh Gordon. Um, I don't know if we talked about that. Um, yeah, they shit. Josh Gordon went to the Patriots is what they did. They were going to release Josh Gordon, um, and then he went to the Patriots. They mm-hmm. traded him to the Patriots for a fifth-round pick, and he's going to play this week, I think. Um, and so, oh, yeah, because I wrote down – because it looked like they were going to cut him at first, and I think maybe I said that last week, and then afterwards yeah, I found it, out that they traded him instead. So it looked like he was supposed to be cut. Yeah. Yeah, because they had enough of his of his personal issues. He, yeah. He showed up. I mean, he's had all kinds of drug problems, and he's played, like, a, just a couple of games in the last, like, four years. And then he showed up late to meetings one day, and they were just like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, last week, a corner for the Colts, Vontae Davis, he retired at halftime. <laughs> in the middle of the game with the Chargers. How? And what? How? Why? And he put out a statement that he said that in the first half, he just didn't feel like he belonged on the field anymore. He just didn't, you know, he just didn't feel right. Felt out of his depth, maybe. Yeah. And I said, I don't know. I I fucking skirted in here. I don't belong here. I think the game was just past him, you know? And so he was like, I got to quit. Like, I don't deserve to be out there. So, (sighs) I mean, Vontae Davis, like, really good. So. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking powerful. Isn't that crazy? Had some some type of come to God moment out there where he's like, I don't belong out here anymore. You know, like wow. I shouldn't be out here. I'm not good enough to be on the field. And it's like, I'm done. I'm retiring. What the fuck? Isn't that wild? That blows my mind. Isn't that fucking that wild? That is insane. That's fucking awesome. I don't, I mean, <clears throat> the story's yes. awesome. Yeah. Is I, he? What position does he play? He's a corner. He's a corner, defensive corner. Yeah. Fuck. That's crazy. I, I thought it was almost kind of rad. Um, so the next thing after that, Brashad Perriman, his wide receiver, he's signing with the Redskins. Redskins need more wide receivers. The Eagles are signing Jordan Matthews, and they did already, I'm sure. And they traded him to the Bills 
last season. Um, and then he just got cut, and now they're signing him again. So he's back on the Eagles. Yo, coach, so, can I have a job, man? Yeah. Come uh, on. So Jameis Winston is suspended right now, and that's why Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting for the Buccaneers. And the woman that accused him of groping her, the Uber driver, and that's the reason he's suspended, now she's filing a lawsuit against him. Oh, so she's for she's filed like formal charges against him. Yikes! Um, so I'll I'll keep. I'll so keep Ryan Fitz is going to be uh, in it for a, for a while. while. Depending yeah. if he keeps pulling in 40, 40 fucking points every week for me, I you know he might have a job in yeah. that position. The you next know? thing after that, uh, Cowboys wide receiver Terrence Williams. He's facing a suspension for an arrest earlier this year. I think it was for disorderly conduct. I think hmm. that's what it was. Um, but again, it's all keep us updated on that. Last thing I have in the actual news instead of injuries, because I have some other injuries that people should look at for tomorrow. Um, Browns, they won their first game in 635 fucking days. Ba-boom. Yeah. Terod Taylor went out. Um, he got, you know, like I said, he got, he was taken out for evaluating for a concussion. Um, and Baker Mayfield came in and he was doing terrible beforehand anyway. I don't, I, maybe he can, maybe he completed three passes, maybe. Um, yeah, he got me three then, points on my bench. So Yeah, and then went out. He had some rushing yards, and Baker Mayfield came in and won the motherfucking game. And I realized, like I said when I was watching it, <clears throat> that the last time they had won was on my 22nd birthday. My birthday is Christmas Eve, and the last time they won a game was on Christmas Eve of 2016. Good Lord. Yeah. Well, good for them, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wish I would have watched that game now. Because you were, I think in the pre-show we talked about it. But you said it was a really good game. It was a good watch. game. The first half was terrible because Terod did so terrible. But then Baker Mayfield came out and started fucking slanging, and he looked great. Um, Jarvis Landry got Baker me twenty Hall? points. It was fantastic. I don't yeah. think anyone has Baker Mayfield. I would certainly imagine not. But that'd be interesting because I, I guess I didn't realize when I picked up Ryan Fitz that he was the backup quarterback. Yeah, I just picked him up because I was interested. And now, I mean, look at him. He's fucking killing it. Yep. So, what's his name here? Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Just trying to see if I can find him in the order. Fucking Colin. Why is Colin Kaepernick listed in my fucking fantasy list? Because he might have a job. Might get a job. He might get a job just because he's. Never, hey, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to get on that. there. Des Bryant doesn't have yeah, a job. Yeah, he is. That's right. Wow. Whatever. There's there. a long list here. And I'm not going to find Well, if he's him. not in there, then I bet somebody has him on their bench. Yeah. So I bet you somebody's got him. <clears throat> yeah. I'll find him. I'll track him down. So then we got some injuries. The Eagles wide receiver, Mike Wallace, he had a broken leg last week, and so he's going to miss the rest of the year. That's why they signed Jordan Matthews. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because Mike Wallace went down. Uh, Dalvin Cook is not playing this weekend, and he's the running back for the Vikings. So Latavius Murray is going to play in his place. That was a big deal yesterday. That happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Jack Doyle is not going to play. He's a tight end for the Colts. And so Eric Ebron is going to be getting the ball. He's been doing good this year anyway. Um, And then the Giants linebacker Olivier Vernon and their corner Eli Apple, they're both out this week. So the Giants defense is going to be weaker than it is normally. And it's not all that great normally, is it? Mm, The defense maybe, yeah. Yeah, their defense is pretty good, but the rest of it is not. It's not fantastic. Is Eli Manning still a quarterback for? What's that? Eli Manning still a quarterback for the Giants? For like one more year, probably, yeah. Manning Eli. Yeah. 
So that's it. That's all I got for sports. Okay. So I don't think any of my guys are injured. That yeah. sounds good to me. That's all I got as far as injuries as of right now. I know that when most people listen to this, it's Monday, so it may not help you. But that's where it is. That's where we are in the world of sports. So Boom. I'm go. really excited for this week's game. Yep. Oh, me too. Games. Me too. Especially me now that I'm like – I found that with fantasy, it's really nice because I enjoy watching – all different games. Now. Every game. That's yeah. That's one of the reasons I love fantasy so much is because it gives you something to give a shit about in every game that you're watching. Yeah. Watching that's that, I, like. I watched the fucking Jaguars game. Yep. I watched the fucking uh, Raiders game. You know, any fucking game that I can when I have time, I just throw that shit on, man. Yes. I fucking love it. Yeah. Thank you once again, sir, for... Forcing my hand back into the fantasy world. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Props to you, brother. You obviously belong here. You're on your road to fucking 600 bucks. So. Right, case bulls. I'm fucking coming for you. Yeah. I know. I wonder, <laughs> Are you guys in the same division? Do you know? No, thank God. Oh. So no, he's not in our division. You'll have to play him playoffs eventually. Or maybe, yeah. maybe you'll have to play him in the finals. Yeah, it'll be me and him in the finals. Coming for you, buddy. I'm coming excited for, for you. that. So, I'm um, not. It's stressful as fuck. <laughs> so do you have any other anything else that you want to attack on this week i did want to add yes it's been huge news since it came out huge. I, I bought uh huge. huge it's fucking huge i don't know every time i try to do a trump i do this weird australian accent i don't know why it's fucking huge it mike kind of <laughs> it's huge oh my God. um but i bought uh carolina the new spider-man game oh. just came out apparently it's dope as fuck so she installed it on the PS4 the other day. When she's done, I want to play it. Absolutely. And I think uh, she's not going to be gone because she's working tonight. I think I might uh, jump on into Do that it. new Spider-Man game. Do it. It's supposed to be like GTA, but Spider-Man. That's rad. So I'm stoked. Do it. I want to do it. Play video games. Do it. <laughs> that sounds great. I, I also bought uh, Skyrim this week nice. on the PS4 because I fucking love Skyrim. Ever since Elder Scrolls dropped their little teaser for Elder Scrolls 6, I'm like, dude, I need more fucking... I need to play again. I prefer Fallout over Skyrim. Uh, I was just talking to Jordan about this yesterday. I mm-hmm. need a gun. You know, I need a gun to be doing that. I, I don't want a bow and arrow. I need some fucking guns Psh. is what I need. Psh. And so, and that's what I like is like building shit. Picking locks is way easier in Fallout than it is in Skyrim or Elder Scrolls. Yo, it's don't so hate just hard. because you don't got the skills to I pick locks, bro. I don't <laughs> have the skills, but in Fallout, I will pick an expert lock with my fucking one of my eyes closed. It's it's super easy. I don't even remember how to pick locks in in Fallout. In Fallout, it's it's a bobby pin that's in a lock. And oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's twist right. it to a different angle yeah. and then twist it. And and you like can feel it vibrate yeah. and the resistance. You know it's really funny. It's the exact same mechanic. It's the exact same mechanic. Really? Yeah. Because it's totally I the same. Like when I remember playing like Elder Scrolls, you have to like tap in like. Fucking... That's the old one. Not oh, Skyrim. It's not like that. Skyrim anymore. is like that. Skyrim is the exact same mechanism. Oh. Or mechanic. Okay. Yeah, it's dope as fuck. So when I played Skyrim. I didn't even try and pick locks because I'm like, fuck that. I don't like how this works. But if I'm out. that's how it I'm is. Out. But if that's how it is, then I'll do it. Like for sure. Because that's I'm not a sneaky Yo, dude. I, it's okay. You got the new Fallout coming out. Yes. Fallout 76, you're taken care of. Don't yeah. worry about it. You don't gotta play Skyrim. It's oh, all right. Man. 
I can play Skyrim for you. And when I when I play games like that, I'm not a sneaky dude. I'm like, let me get a double handed axe and let and me just go run fuck in shit up. Just fucking. Yep. <laughs> That's why. Like, if there's one spell I know how to do, it's to heal myself really quick. Like, that's what I know how to do because that's how I stay alive. That's funny. But that's it. I don't fuck with magic, really. I don't. I make, like, good armor and good weapons. And I'm like, I got Charge this. in the like, battle. Yeah, I got, I got this, this handled. You know what's funny? Personality-wise, I can see that. That's just. I can see that. That's how I handle video games. When I played Fallout 4, I spent so much time in the power armor because I could just do more shit in the power armor. And oh, yeah, was, you're a fucking tank. Yeah, so it power was armor all the way. To just a fat man from as far away as possible. You know? Fat man, for those of you who don't play Fallout, is a mini nuclear weapon. Small nuclear missile. Boom. Off like a slingshot on your shoulder. It's, it's pretty dope. Yeah. So. So, are you excited for the new Fallout, though? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel so guilty. Every now and again, I feel like I just... We got to talk about video games a little bit. Yeah. Because I know we both love video games. Well, we next do, we week, don't get to that. play them nearly enough. Next week, Carolina will be on. So, we'll talk about video games because she plays hell of video games. So, yes. we'll talk about... Because I've been playing Rainbow Six Siege and I play Madden all the time. So, we'll talk about all the different video games we do. We'll have a whole... That's one of the segments next week is Boom. video games. I'm so fucking... So, we got mountain goats and video games. There you go. We Boom. need one more topic for next week and we're banging. That fucking... So. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll keep that one political. <laughs> yeah, that one will be... We'll save room for be, more Brett Kavanaugh because yeah. you know there's going to be more. Yes. Yeah, we'll Sp- touch yeah. on Brett Kavanaugh and trade if there's anything that's happened there. Brett Kavanaugh, I think the hearing will happen, so we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, we'll touch on trade if there's anything and then whatever else happens next week, we will cover that also. Do you have anything else you want to talk about this week? No, man. All right. Don't then forget, Red Dead Redemption Two comes out soon. <laughs> October. Yes. yes. One last, one last plug. Yeah. Um, so I mean, other than that, man, other than other than video games and all the stuff that I've been doing, I've been keeping track of all my sexual exploits, my sexual exploits, and I was going to unleash them on the world in a fiery blaze of eroticism. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. 